Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. Um, but it is hosted by Edgar Montplazier, Jackie Sneal, and Carl Tart. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. Talk sports to politics, to back and forth, to keep the fit. Then now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. But the comedians with the crowny thing. So you better bow down to the Coach Kings. this week literally this week they just announced that everybody's on the table to go for paul george and lebron james they can't have the current roster that they have and get both i don't think you're right on the, that everybody they like they, they like, literally i'll show you they, the article right they, now they made a list and they almost everybody was on it except a couple people they said everybody's on the table brandon was not on the table i mean you know let's see what they do man but they were on the rise last year uh they last year that. this past season they were yeah, a lot they better were, yeah they were a lot better than they were the previous year. I mean, that's not much of an upstart. I mean, what what do you want them to do? Go from being bad to, like, a playoff team? You got to grow. Yeah, but what I'm saying is uh, Kobe Bryant has so much to do with that. Like, I his, mean, his contract really fucked that team up. Okay, but let's look at it in terms of... He didn't have to take that money. He could have not taken that money. Let's he, look at it. He in, fought for it. All right, so Dirk Nowinski is doing is taking pay cuts and stuff like that. Kevin how Durant, to, an how to, who is actively good, is taking pay cuts. Right. I mean, he's still making twenty plus million dollars a sure. year. Sure, but he's taking pay cuts to make sure they can keep Clay. Yeah. Well, they and Draymond. Right, but the Mavericks aren't any better than the Lakers were Kobe's last few years. But they have a chance to do really big things this season. And if they and don't, in, then in this what? off season, it's still a better footing than like having like being like, oh fuck. Well, we took on this player who didn't play for the last three years and took so much cap space. He was their legend, dude. Like at a certain point, kind of how the fucking Heat got Dwayne Wayne back for nothing and yeah. regret saying like we didn't sign him. Sure, like, but they got him back for nothing. Like that's yeah. the big difference is that true. He's not destroying their future. In fact, he's helping their future. True. Kobe Bryant didn't help their future. And you can also talk to player develop players like he didn't help any of their new players when they came in get developed. In fact, he got in a lot of their ways and like would destroy their morale and I'm like not talk arguing. shit. I'm and, not like, arguing the fact that he didn't help the franchise. I'm just <laughs> arguing the fact that why not pay him? Because he good. He didn't need it. Like, that's what's so selfish about it to me is that like, he doesn't need it, right? Kevin Durant. Why did Kevin Durant take those pay cuts, Jaquise? Because he knows what? They're going to win titles. And what else? The he's, Lakers weren't going to win titles. He's going to get paid in other ways. Kevin Durant True. has, like, a net value that's way worth more than his NBA yeah. contract. So he knows that. But mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant sitting there being selfish as fuck, taking all that money. So what do you want him to do? Take a pay cut and help the team grow. The team that he's not going to be on. You're talking about Kevin Durant, who is at, on the Warriors. Sure, but it's still like, I don't know. Dirk Nowitzki's not going to be on that team. And also, that and also, we're looking at the, and also, you're kind of looking at this after the fact. When Kobe signed that contract, he had just come off a good season. They were on their way to a, the playoffs, and then he hurt himself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he didn't play for the remainder of the two and a half years. I also, on that contract. I also think it's insulting that you're putting Dirk Nowitzki in the same category as Kobe Bryant. Dirk Nowitzki's a Hall of Famer. Of, of course, I'm yes. putting him in the same conversation as Kobe Bryant in I terms mean, of 
being a franchise player that can control the future of that team. Am I saying that Dirk Nowitzki is as good as Kobe Bryant? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is he is a Hall of Famer that is the franchise player for that team, and he's like, what are the sacrifices I can make to make sure my team that I love, that I played for my entire career, mm-hmm. can move forward? That's what I'm saying. Don't run that with that whole, like, how dare you put them in the same conversation. They're in very similar situations. Hey, man, I say if Kobe wanted that money, man, he played 20 fucking years, he can get that money. I mean, that to me, that is incredibly selfish. To me. It is. So what? To I, ruin, to, and to, I agree. To ruin a franchise. I don't think the, the Lakers aren't going to be ruined. Yeah, no. The Lakers will be in the playoffs between now and the next five years, which is what a what an amazingly bold claim that can like. I mean, of course you can say that. That's like that's a, not a hard thing to say. That is a hard thing Two to years. say for some players. Yeah, it's for not some teams. I don't know if it's going to happen. For some teams, that's a hard thing to say. But rebuilding takes can take takes a while, a long time. And yeah. if they rebuild within the next three to five years. Mm-hmm. That's going to be exactly what the Mavericks do. So, in the end, the Mavericks and the Lakers will be right at the same place five years from now, probably in the playoffs, and Dirk Nowitzki will be about $25 million short, and Kobe will be like, I got my money. So, I guess. Kobe won some other award for something. You know? I mean, and they both go into the Hall of Fame. Their franchise is going to end up in exactly the same place. Mm-hmm. None of them motherfuckers going to win the title. Uh, so like, I really don't, I mean, so for me, it's like, all right, then let Kobe get his money, man. I, mean, I, I don't, I, I think it, it, it takes, like I see a, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It is selfish. I'm not saying it's not selfish. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, after I, a certain I think while, we could redefine what a superstar is. And I think that we can like, I think that we over glorify it. Like, that's why I didn't like Kobe's last game. I thought Kobe's last game was bullshit. I hated it. I thought it was so insulting to the game of basketball to have this player take that many shots to get to this magical number. What was it, 50 or 60? Yeah, like 60 something. And it's just like how many how many shots did he have to take to get to that? And like I was and the I game rolled that meant nothing. I but that's why I rolled my eyes at the whole thing of everyone being like he's still great. It's like no, he's not. I mean, it's the game I that mean, made I'd rather him go out that way than a lot of the other legends that couldn't play anymore and just sat the bench. I would rather that if it meant no, like No, that's not Kobe. What's the difference between what Kobe is doing? What Kobe did and LeBron taking just year by year contracts, so he can know he can get max deals every year and stuff like that. Now, no, I get it. It's not that he can get max deals; it's that he can control. He can also control what he wants. Yeah, and he's yeah. helped. He's helped them get really good players. The year that he did that, what did he do for? And if, again, this is coming LeBron, from someone who fucking hates. He helped LeBron them get James. really good players. He helped. Them, he literally was just like, "You guys could lose Tristan Thompson if you don't pay this man up." And they paid Tristan Thompson. And what did Tristan Thompson help them do the next year? Win a championship. Okay. That's that is a good that's that is in a the, good that's in the middle of a tra- that's, that's in the middle good, of a championship that is a good run. franchise player that that's is a good franchise middle. player saying let's look what he just did with like revamping that team which is proving out much against like my myself putting my foot in my mouth of being like holy shit revitalizing this team and making them younger is helping them win and like right. he is using his position to do that. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can be a superstar and help your team out. Again, this is coming How from is someone using his position who to fucking hates LeBron James. How he, is he using well, He's essentially acting as a GM for that team and using his pull to be like, look, you guys can't bind me. Do these moves so that we can win now. Right. Isn't that selfish? No. All right. So how is Kobe saying like, you know what? I gave my entire career to this team and pay me. 
How is that selfish? Because that? he could get paid other ways, and by doing that, he halted that team for a long time. The Lakers' drought is a lot longer than you guys think it is. The Lakers, it's okay. been a long time since they've been relevant. Oh, they're always relevant. The Lakers are always relevant. But they're not. Well, okay, when we're talking about relative, I'm talking about playoff contention. It's been a long time. All right. It's been a long time since 13 of the 15 teams in the Western Conference have been relevant, if that's the case, then. Because only two teams a year are relevant in the West. I'm talking about playoff contention, Ma- making it to the playoffs. That's a big mark. It That's a big, a big thing for your franchise. It's a big it thing is. to sell tickets. It's been a. I remember the last time the play. The and Lakers you're telling the me that the Lakers didn't do anything this past off- last offseason with the team that they put on the floor to actually try to become a better team. I don't even think there were a 500 team this year. If we want to look at the stats. I'm not talking about that, dude. I'm, to get closer to it? No, I don't think they were 500 they team. No, you're all right. That's you're now you're talking playoff contention or 500 team, which great. Yeah, maybe they, you're a they come into the same conversation. They do. I don't, but uh, that's a ridiculous statement. But no, it's not. No, it's not. The statement I'm making is: Did like, they do anything this year to get closer? Are you to gonna it? let me talk? I mean, go for it. You can Thank say you. whatever you want to say, Thank it, you. but it's probably wrong. <laughs> all right, forget it. Uh, because I'm letting you talk and I'm letting you say your thing. But what I'm trying to say is. That they are rebuilding. They made steps to get better the last offseason, and they're going to continue to make steps to get better in the next offseason. Sure, but what so you refuse to admit, what you refuse to admit this entire conversation is the steps that they made this year to get better, they have to bust up a bunch of that to get even better by like picking up players like Paul George, okay. by picking up players like uh, LeBron James. Because of the situation that Kobe Bryant put them in. They got all those draft picks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now they might have to lose some of them because mm-hmm. they don't have the cap space. Randall, an amazing player that they can invest when did in. they say they, they don't Because four months ago they had the cap space when they made they those trades. They have to lose players. They have to lose players like Julius Randall. They ha- probably have to lose. Uh, 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 I mean, they already got rid of Jordan Clarkson mm-hmm. and Larry Nance Jr. They're going right. to have to lose pieces to get those kind of free agents. And what do they do? What do they get them? What do you mean? Where do they get them? I said, what if they get them? What, what if they, they get, get Paul George? And, what if they and get? LeBron what James? if they get pieces well, Paul to make George them a, is a free agent? What if they get pieces to make? Yeah, them... you still need cap space, even if it's a free agent. Yeah, but if he wants to come to LA, do you think that he's the type of player that will ask for a max contract, or do you think he's a KD? I don't think Paul George is a KD. Uh, I don't think. I mean, if I'm Paul George and I'm coming to a team that's again not a 500 team, not a playoff contention team, and I'm going to be like, I, I'm pretty sure Paul George is going to take money. But at the same time, we're not giving up players that we already have to get a free agent. Yeah, no, you, we have you're going to have to get – you're going to have to make moves this summer. But we have space for two max contracts. I don't and, know. I don't know, I don't know when that's changed. That's it. That is true. That's been the case. That's been the case. That's what, yeah. that's what I've been saying this entire time. They I have don't think that's for, the case. I think, I think they even it said up. it earlier. We can look it up, Sophie. Look it up. I don't think they have room for two max contracts. They and do. Brandon Ingram is going to have to get paid. Julius Randle, like these players are owed money. They eventually and I think have that to get paid. They're yeah. going to have to make moves to make that kind of space. But what's the goal? The goal is to become a playoff team, right? But that's what I'm saying is, again, it's going to be another situation in which their future is going to be killed for short-term gains. And that's a cycle that was created by Kobe Bryant making those kind of choices. I think you're putting it too much on Kobe, too. I don't think I am. They, they I, all right, I'll, I'll put it on someone else, too. Steve Nash. I'll put it on Steve Nash as well. He took those contracts and didn't even play. So, okay. like, it's people like that. I remember specifically Dwight Howard left because he said, do you guys see yourselves moving past the Kobe era? Mm-hmm. And the Lakers 
Front Dwight office. Howard left because he's a bitch, but that's I mean, another that's, story. That's not the He doesn't play thing. well like, with others. He's messed up every team he's bet on. He's gotten fights with coach. He's got coaches he fired. He went to the finals. Like, you know what I mean? And I lost. Mean, I mean, yeah. Is he a coach killer? I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say he's not. But, I mean, if we're going to talk about a person who gets in fights with other players, we definitely have to mention Kobe Bryant. It would be ridiculous not to. Uh, I mean, most players get in fights with other players. That's Sure. A lot of players do. Yes. Like, I would say a lot, but I wouldn't say Probably most. not to the degree of other players, but fighting with your teammates is not an abnormal thing. No, but I'm not the one who's making that point. I'm Who's making that point? Sophie. What point? That he's a coach killer? That Dwight Howard is a coach killer. But Dwight Howard left the Lakers because he said, do you guys see yourselves moving past Kobe? Because Dwight Howard saw the writing on the wall and was just like, this is not going to last long. And they said mm-hmm. no, so that's why he left. Okay. And that's what I'm talking about is, like, the Lakers bet on this player who did it and, like, he took this money. And I, I don't know. To me, that's disappointing. That's what it is. To me, that is disappointing. That's fair. That's fair to be disappointing. I just think that it doesn't bother me that he did that because okay. he gave his entire career to the franchise. He wants to get paid. If they didn't want to pay him, then they didn't have to pay him. I mean – like that's oversimplifying the situation. How? How is that oversimplifying it? Because you're not considering that if the Lakers were to be like fuck Kobe Bryant, what would that fan base respond? They had like it's a gun to their head. A superstar. It's the same. Miami kind of did it. It was the same argument that you were making with uh uh, uh um, and it cost Miami. Like the the fans hated that shit. All right. And um, you're, it's the same argument that you're making with LeBron James and that I've seen you make with LeBron James about how it's unfair what he's doing with the one-year deal. So it's weird for you to flip that and go, well, it it's not like they had to pay him when you literally they just claim. Have to pay him. But you literally just claim that LeBron James holds the Cavalier hostage. So then he doesn't hold them hostage if they don't have to pay him. Well, they but, are paying him. It's two different situations. Kobe can say, I want this, and the Lakers can say, no. Just like LeBron can say, hey, I'm only taking one-year deal, gun to head, because if you don't make the team better, then I'm going to leave. Like, those are parallel, but those are two different situations, in my opinion, because LeBron is in the middle of a championship run, whereas he, like, they are a good team, Mm -hmm. and if he leaves, Mm -hmm. they're gone. Kobe Bryant is in the twilight of his career. So he's saying, hey, pay me for everything that I've done. And they were like, all right, I'll pay you for everything that you've done. And, And you don't think that's incredibly selfish? If LeBron does it, I won't think it's selfish. If Kobe did it, I won't think it's selfish. I, I literally have text messages from you describing LeBron's behavior as selfish. I remember that time you got in a fight with Carl, and you literally described LeBron as selfish for putting the team in that situation. So because I, it's different situations to me. You just, okay, never mind. Can I read you something about the cap space? Sure. So the NBA salary cap uh, rose in 2016, which caused many teams to overlook their mark over mm-hmm. the past few seasons. Because of that, quite a few teams will be playing the luxury tax. And a lot of them will doing anything in their power to avoid it, obviously. Mm-hmm. This means that only a select few teams will have cap room to add a free agent on a max deal. The Lakers. Have uh, a free. Hey, you guys said I'm two, not done. Right. I'm not right. done. Okay. The Lakers, on the other hand, have the cap room to add two. Two max players without making any moves. Is that what that article says? That was what the article said four months ago when they made those trades yeah. to the Cavs. That's what the, the, they released cap space when they got rid of Nance and Clarkson. I'm telling you guys, I literally and just read. And with Dang and, and Timothy Mazafe. What is the date of that article? Okay, what's the article that you just May read? May 21st, 
2018. Okay, then I stand corrected. Which is why I found I it because there was tons believe. of articles that were dated from months and months ago. I mm-hmm. picked the most current one. Okay, then I stand corrected. And the title of this article is The Lakers Have Finally Stabilized. I, st- I, have, a lot, I have a lot of faith in our front office right now. I don't. I, think I have you a lot of faith in Rob Palenka, and I have a lot of faith in Magic Johnson. I have a lot of faith in Jeannie Buss. I had no faith in but Jim Buss. But you Bus. think they're going to lose players based off of what? When they don't have to lose players. They don't have to All lose right. players. Okay. Do I'm willing think, to bet. I'm what? willing to bet right now $5. Do I think that, that in that a few months we're going to see sitting here and they're not going to have the players that they have? I'm willing to bet $5. I okay. agree with you that they're not going to have every single player that they have now. But, but that's what teams do when yeah. they go to sign superstars. They... And Julius Randle just earned his spot, to be honest with you. Like, he was inconsistent all season, and towards the halfway point, he earned his spot. Sure. I mean, when LeBron went back to the Cavs, they lost players. Well, they, they had lost. to make some significant moves, right? Like, they they invested away their future for Kevin Love. Right. But <clears throat> that future included was looking like probably four straight NBA final appearances. So, sure. like, this, this idea of... of one thing that I have never understand with sports is I get NBA is not like baseball. You don't have a minor league system in the NBA. So the idea of prospects and you know having a future uh where like if once your current players go down, you have a pool to pull new players up is not the same in the NBA. So I think the NBA future is a lot more narrow than Say, for instance, baseball, because those are the two sports I know the most. Whereas in five years, if you can get four playoff runs, a couple of championships, four straight final appearances, whatever move you made at the beginning of that five years was a pretty damn good move. As opposed to in baseball, if you trade away your entire farm system for one player and four years of that player, Mm -hmm. when that player leaves... You ain't got no farm system no more, and now your team is going to be trash for the next 10 to 12 fucking years until you rebuild an entire farm system, mm-hmm. which includes three teams of 50 players each. Like, that's a different situation. That's a different type of future. So, yeah, they traded away some players, the Cavs did, when they get, when LeBron came back. But I, I, once it's all said and done, I would say they did the right thing. I would say I, they did the right thing. I don't disagree with that. I don't so, disagree with that. I mean, LeBron has a lot more longevity than any of the other players we talked about. Right. But I think that this idea that like investing in your future doesn't work out, I'd point to you at two cities like Oklahoma City. I didn't say or, it doesn't work out. I don't know. Out. I know, but I would point to you at cities like Oklahoma City. I would point to you at cities like uh, Golden State. I'd point to you to Philadelphia, where all of their stars that are killing it right now were homegrown. Kevin Durant is the only player that was added to the Golden State Warriors that made a significant uh, 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 change addition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston were mm-hmm. significant. But, like, KD's the only one. And, again, they made two straight final appearances without KD. Yeah. So, like, that's a that's proof that, like, you can do this homegrown. You can. Uh, I didn't say you couldn't. You absolutely can. I'm just saying that the idea that having a five-year future is worse than having a 10-year future is a lot different in the, in basketball. Yeah, but some of these super teams, and again, this is coming from someone who grew up on a super team uh, 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 failure with the New York Knicks, is that these teams don't even last five years. They usually mm-hmm. last two or three years. Okay. Right? But and think a about, lot of them think end about, up becoming failures. Think about like... How many successful super teams have we had in the NBA? It depends on what you... 
thing. Like these teams of like a bunch of free agents hopping on. So think about think about like Boston, for instance, two thousand eight Boston. How many championships did they got? They won. Yeah, and that's okay. They won a championship. That one wasn't okay with me. I mean, I'm sure, but like (laughs) Kevin Durant got his fucking championship. Paul Pierce got his. Ray Allen got his first one. Like they fucking dazzled the NBA for that season. Like it's. I I call that successful. Sure. Whereas, like, yeah, when it's all said and done, and we go back and we look at a team like Golden State, and we're like, God damn, yeah, that's the pinnacle of what an NBA franchise could look like. Sure. But and again, I'm not mostly gonna, homegrown talent. Mostly homegrown team. talent. But I'll tell you this: I'll tell you as a Bulls fan, and I would probably assume the same for you as a Knicks fan that. You would take that 2008 season in a heartbeat. Um, no, because my team tried that the next year, and but, it catastrophically but just, failed. But they just weren't successful. That's the thing. It catastrophically failed. Like That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't because I've watched it fail, and I'm praying to God. I am praying to God that we don't look at Kristaps and be like, let's get rid of this dude because he's injured now. Mm-hmm. In the way that I think that if we can invest in Kristaps and hold on to him, we'll get a good team later. Mm-hmm. I stand corrected on that Lakers thing to a point because I still don't think that we guys are understanding. Like Max contracts and the amount that you can get for Max contracts are very, very different. Mm-hmm. To get both Paul George and LeBron James, some serious moves are going to have to be made because LeBron James isn't going to take the kind of cut that it takes to have both of them, right? Like, I mean, or maybe not even LeBron James. Well, it could even be at Paul George's level. Like, you can get Mike Conley at a Max deal. So let's make sure that we make that distinction to our fans that, I think- yes, they can get two Max deals, but we're talking about – Megastars. I think the max deal that you can get is based on that person going to that team. Correct. So they can get a LeBron James at his max. He can make more money staying with Cleveland than he would going to the Lakers. That is correct. But then they'd get they'd probably put he'd probably push that team <clears throat> into the luxury tax and they'd have to pay a lot of that, or they have to get rid of assets, which is what I've been saying. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Lakers are a type of team that cares about paying the luxury tax. I mean, I don't know. You don't know though, because we you don't. don't know. Like we don't. Uh, what? Because again, knowing LeBron James, he's probably not going to sign to a long term deal. Uh, right? We've known that about he's him. Not. He's probably not going to sign to a long term deal. So that's what I'm saying. And is like something else that I've said before, where, and I've said I have. We have this in text too. I've said, even though I was like, "Yo, I think is selfish what he's doing." I've also said he has every right to do it. Sure. And he does. And he deserves it. He sure. deserves it. So for me, like, yeah. that that And I want to point out, and we have a witness in the room, I also said what Kobe did was selfish. Yeah, it he was did. selfish. I'm just saying he had the right to do it. I mean, like, I, he has a right a, to do it. That's such a weird argument, like the right to do it. I think and, he has the ability to do it. But no, like, I, think I think that right is like a subjective thing. With athletes, like, uh, I think you earn the right to be selfish. I, look, Michael Jordan was making thir- was signing one-year $35 million contracts in 1998. Yeah. Like, that is insane. I also think Michael Jordan's probably the greatest dick to ever play sports, in my personal opinion. Sure. Uh, and I, I, to me, well, I don't that know what makes that has me, to do with his money. Uh, I mean, I don't, we can, go, we can get in, we, can, he's we can get into that. But like, I think that like, to me, it makes me respect the player that much less versus a LeBron James, who I do respect for how he's handled his contract and how he's used it to elevate players around him. Uh, uh, a Kevin Durant, who I do respect for how he's used his contract to elevate players around him, or a Steph Curry, who 
the whole time was just like, I deserve more money than this, but I'm going to wait till my turn to get paid because I'd rather us win championships. I respect that more than being like, nigga, pay me. Because I've seen the good he side of that. Nigga pay I've me, seen the Steph Curry two years ago couldn't have said, nigga, pay me. What are you going to do? Say I'm not playing? They You're would have contract. to pay him. You're on the, con- the NBA contracts don't work like NFL contracts. No, but if he was just like, he could have been like, nigga, pay me last year when they gave him that big, like, but he, could have. he worked it out to where like, they can yeah. they have a future. That's what I'm saying. But and NBA I, players uh, don't do that. NFL players do that. NBA players definitely do that. You should look up a man called Joe Johnson who's oh, well. still getting paid by the Brooklyn Nets. Well, um, yes, yeah, some do it, but not to the degree of like <laughs> NBA the players NFL players definitely do. do it. I mean, of course, the two very different kind of contract variables. Yeah. Um, like Steph, Steph Curry knew. All right, yeah, I'm not getting paid. I'm not gonna say nothing when this contract over. I'm gonna be the highest paid motherfucker in the NBA. And that's exactly what the fuck he is, dude. He's the is highest. Is he the highest paid? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought Mike Conley was. Or Mike Conley's max he, contract was one of the most, most major max contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is ridiculous. But I think Steph signed. He signed biggest, a pretty big contract. He signed a huge fucking contract. But let me ask you a question. Who do you think is more valuable to the uh, Warriors, Steph Curry or Kevin Durant? You know what? I, I have a really good answer for that. And I'm going to tell you after the break. Edgar, your dream has come true. 25 minutes into the episode, a mini episode. Welcome to the Culture Kings, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I hope it gets you, heated. It gets heated. I hope you enjoyed that 25-minute basketball conversation. It gets heated. Your king is back in the room. Jackie's Neil, Edgar Montplazier. I missed you guys. I'm sitting here sick as shit. Life is crazy, but I'm in this microphone room for you guys to answer this question specifically. And I know you're not going to agree with this. I think Steph Curry is more important to that team than Kevin Durant. I think that's fair to say. I think that's fair to say. I see the other argument, but here's the difference that I – here is what – I think I even tweeted this. Like, Kevin Durant is a superstar. Sure. He's a LeBron James-level fucking superstar. Absolutely. Uh, he's going to play, like, people on the court can't fucking guard No one can guard him on the court at a given time. But damn, when Steph Curry gets hot, I've never seen a fucking player demoralize a team. That's true. I agree. Steph Curry does, I agree 100%. Like, when the fucking floodgates open, you just might, you go go sit down because you're losing by 40. I agree 100%. Like, how much, I'll ask you this, I'll rephrase my question. How big in a difference do you think they are in terms of value? Is it extremely great? Is it middle great? Or is it barely difference? Because I'll tell added, you when it comes when they to added their, Kevin Durant. No, like the value of Kevin Durant to that team versus the value of Steph Curry to that team. Hmm. What's the difference there to you? Um, that's such a hard question because they, oh, they don't need Kevin Durant. <laughs> that's the thing. So I would say very little. Yeah, I would ask you to go look at those contract differentials. I'll say this. I have a difference in opinion than you. I don't disagree with you. Listen, we've long just had differences of opinion. Have a difference in opinion in how you got to your assessment. I agree with your assessment. I just have a difference in opinion on how you got there. Here's the difference. Kevin, what Kevin Durant is doing is fantastic. It's great. Dirk Nowinski is out here taking $25 million pay cuts. 
Kevin Durant ain't taking no $25 million. Kevin Durant taking like a $5 to $6 million pay cut. Hey, $5 so, to $6 million is a lot right. of money, my you're nigga. Right. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of money. Of money That's a nigga. lot of money to invest in his future. That's a so lot of money. So if we want to compare Kobe to, invest, to somebody. To invest in a glass ankle nigga. That's a lot <laughs> of money, If we want to compare Kobe to somebody, let's compare him to Durant. Let's not say, Kobe, you should have took 20 fucking less hold million on. dollars. Hold on, hold That's on, hold on. That's insane, dude. He's, I'm about to flame the That's shit out of you insane, right now. I'm about to flame the shit out of right. you right now and here's why I'm gonna flame the shit out of you where was Kevin Durant in his fucking career when he started taking that cut to he where Kobe Bryant was when he started asking for more money I don't know if in he his had... twilight nigga this nigga yeah. was in his twilight yeah this nigga was not playing like ah, uh, it's so great I, I mean but Kevin that's what Durant I'm saying is you... playing the greatest basketball he's ever played you in his are, fucking life right now and he's not making the money that's can we go when, when when did Mike Kobe Conley sign makes that contract more, Mike Conley makes more money than Kevin Durant I want right. to repeat to you right now that's just Mike the Grizzlies Conley are stupid makes more money than Kevin Durant. That's not... I bet you Kevin Durant thinks he deserves more money than Mike Conley. He 100% does. He don't think it. The nigga knows. He knows it. His brother probably tells him every day, yo, Mike Conley makes more money than you. And that's just the Grizzlies being stupid. Here's the thing, though. I would almost... I She's checking... Sophie's checking the date. When Kobe signed that contract, they were, one, fresh off a playoff appearance, if I'm not mistaken. 2013. And they made the playoffs in 2012, right? Yeah, they were fresh off a playoff appearance. This is before I think they might have won the playoffs. No, I'm definitely wrong no, about that. You're, you're right. No, they didn't. They won in 2011, 10. 2010. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the situation is not as black and white. I like, think in 2012 are... they got taken out by the Rock, uh, by the Thunder, and that is the yeah. game when the Lakers threw popcorn on to this onto the stadium. I'll never forget that. Game. Right. But, like, Kobe. You're talking about a, a team. This is before the Warriors sure. arose, so but nobody OKC, saw them. Nobody saw them. But OKC was the OKC, OKC was, the, was team. the team. San Antonio was the team. Oh, San Antonio, there absolutely. Was teams. There, there were teams. teams. But what I'm saying is, they are one year off the playoffs. Kobe is not injured at this point. Kobe is still productive. He's productive. So for a productive, productive with an asterisk. For with for a productive player <laughs> that just led your team to the playoffs. That has won your city five titles, and that is arguably the best player to ever put on the jersey for your franchise. You're telling me that at that point, wow, he thought. Just... <laughs> I said arguably. I'm sure there are people that don't think that, and that argument is fair. But like, I, arguably, I, I agree with you. Jakeem. He's arguably the one of the best players to put on a jersey. You can't tell me he sits down in that chair and be like, "Well, I'm at the twilight of my career, y'all." Give me a $20 million. That's not good. It's just, that's not a fucking, I don't, I cannot see, I can't see that. I can't see Kobe Bryant doing that. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I, can't I can't see, see any player I can't doing see that. Kobe Bryant. I, I think I just named you a player. Yeah. I mean, not with Kobe Bryant's resume, right. but I named you a player who took his team to the playoffs consistently with much less help than Kobe Bryant ever had. Look who? at look at Dirk Nowitzki's Dirk roster Nowitzki? when he won a championship versus the roster that Kobe Bryant had every time he won a championship, and you don't you tell me. And he again, Kobe Bryant never had to play against a LeBron James type. We'll fucking say that right now. Mm-hmm. Dirk Nowitzki won a championship against probably the greatest super team of all time, in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. as in the Miami Heat. Um, this so, isn't a short Nowitzki. Nowitzki is one of no, my favorite all time players. No, but Nowitzki looked at that and said, "You know what? I want this team to be good in long term, and I'm going to take a cut." Hey man, at the end of the day, I'll say this: Nowitzki has been taking pay cuts. Great. There are other things about that too. Lakers are in a way different fucking market than Dallas. 
Sure. That that you have to take that into account. Nowinski has meant a lot to the Mavericks franchise. Kobe has meant more to the NBA. I think that's a assessment that I feel comfortable in saying is a that's pretty an true assessment one. that you are correct in saying. So I think like we can't expect LeBron ain't out here taking pay cuts. Uh, Jordan wouldn't take pay cuts. Durant is a, Durant is a special course. case. Durant is a special case. He taking pay cuts because Durant wanted that fucking ring. He got that ring. He gonna keep that team together. I think Durant wants more rings than LeBron when it's all said and done. And that's, I mean, that's going to be a very difficult feat. We'll um, see. What was Kobe's quote? Oh, yeah. Different animal, same beast. Excuse? I don't know what that was. What, what, is, that, is, what that? is that in reference to? That's in reference to his, like, when he did his Kobe system commercials. Oh. Listen, I mean, Kobe O'Brien has long prioritized himself over others. I mean, one of his most famous quotes that I remember is when he said, uh, uh, friends don't get you banners. And th- that, to me, is an attitude I don't respect. And I've never respected because I don't I don't believe in that. I hate people who are like that, who are just like, get yours over anybody and, and like take care of you. It's like that's the kind of shit that leads to people who are like, all right, cool. You got all these statues. You got all these things. But you're fucking lonely and everyone fucking hates you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the kind it's the same kind of bullshit that leads to like so much of the toxic bullshit that we see in like who we elevate and stuff like that. Where it's like I truly do believe that you can be great without being an asshole. But to, I the, truly but to believe, that point, did he not win it with one of his best friends? Who? Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher, but compared to how many people did he fucking alienate on the way? Yeah, but but if you, you, ask you give Kobe, me one nigga. If you ask, Shaq don't like the dude. So, Smush don't like the dude. Uh, Smush, are we talking about Smush Parker? He dis- he literally mentally destroyed Parker? the man. The he man couldn't catch the, the damn ball because he was hurt. Because he was trash. Kobe Bryant is like on record of like harassing gonna, and, and humiliating Edgar's these gonna players. Be like, Edgar's gonna be like, Kwame Brown was amazing. Any minute now, if you're gonna be talking about Smush, We're, Parker, I'm talking. Oh okay, God. listen. All right, this is what I'm talking about. This is literally what I'm talking about right here. Is like this energy from these people. These are people that we're talking about, and Kobe demoralized these people. He humiliated no, these people. Kwame Brown couldn't catch the ball. Smush Barker couldn't pass, couldn't run a play. Like, come on, come on. But you can see LeBron James, and again, this is coming from again. I will say it till the day I fucking die. I am the biggest LeBron James hater you will ever meet. And LeBron James took players like J.R. Smith, like Tristan Thompson, like Jeff Green, who are outcast on other teams. Tristan Thompson has only played for the Cavs. Well, okay, but like Tristan Thompson, nobody wanted him when they tried to get rid of him. So again, not what really are his favored. Numbers, these playoffs? Not great, but he elevated them and he built them up rather than tear them down. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you can point out that he's talked shit about Kevin Love and that him and Kyrie didn't have the greatest relationship. Although one could <laughs> say that it has a lot more to do with Kyrie's ego than LeBron's. Um, he, that's the difference to me. That's the difference to me in that kind of leadership. I don't like that. Like, I don't like people who are like, you know what? Here's how I'm great by putting others down. Here's how I'm great by destroying other people, by fucking up other people. Like, but I'm, I won all these rings, though, so what can you say about it? It's that kind of greatness that I've never been a part, that I've never liked and I've never really appreciated. I think that there's ways to be great without being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I think that at the center of my argument, I'm like, all right, cool, Kobe, yes, you guys <coughs> outpaid him and stuff like that. But look what he did to your fucking franchise. He made an embarrassment out of it. Lakers are supposed to be great, always. No franchise is great always. Lakers are supposed to be great always. The Boston Yankees is supposed are. to be great always. Yankees are supposed to be great always. Yankees are always Teams great. go through. The Yankees are not always great. The Yankees, the Yankees are always Yankees haven't great. won a World Series in 10 years. So what? We got like up 500 of them bitches. That's true. But like every team goes through lows. Every team goes through lows. Sure. The Lakers are going through a low right now. It's fine. They're fine. 
Sure. The Lakers went through a lull in the 90s until 96 when Shaq came. And you can argue that they went through that lull until 2000 when they won the title. That's a decade-long lull. Sure. Like, 100%. It happens. It fucking happens. Uh, yeah. Is Kobe Bryant a good teammate? No. Nowhere close. Nowhere close. I will say, like, in comparison to somebody like Jordan, you don't hear many teammates saying Jordan was a bad teammate. No, you don't. To them. No, you, you hear don't. them saying, like, he was a dick. He was tough. Yeah, he was a dick. But, like, Jordan would go, every year in that last repeat, Jordan would go find a player who was old, who hadn't won a title, and was like, I want him on my team. I want to win him a title. Joe Klein, motherfuckers don't know who he is, but he just liked Joe Klein who was an old-ass player who had never won. He was a journeyman. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, come sign the contract. You're going to be on the back of the bench, but you know what? You're going to get a ring at the end of the year. Absolutely. That's fucking dope. Like, Jordan was an asshole, but I think Jordan was an asshole more to his fucking opponents. Yeah, 100%. And then Jordan was an asshole he wasn't. Probably. He wasn't shitting on niggas that he shared the bench with. Yeah, Unlike the aforementioned Kobe Bryant. And Kobe was. I mean, it, probably all the way up until Kwame. <laughs> but by that time... Jordan was like 45, and he was like, I ain't got time for you young niggas no more. Yeah. <laughs> so I can get that. Let's shift focus to a topic that somebody asked us to talk about. I have a very short fucking opinion on it, so I don't know how long yours is. Let's talk about the Kendrick Lamar thing. Uh, he bought somebody on stage, a white fan on stage, a white female fan on stage. Keith had to say, had to specify that it was a white female fan. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's an important. <laughs> I think, it is. well, it's important that she, it's important that she was white. Uh, and I don't know if it's important that it was a female, but like, I don't want to be like, yeah, man, them white men be doing that shit. I, I think it's important, like who she sure. was. Uh, and invited her on stage to uh, sing a song. And she started, Mad City, I think was the song. She started singing it. And when it came to the N-word part, she actually said it. He stopped it and was like, you can't say that. And kicked her off stage, basically. That's the gist of the story. But he let her he let her try it again. Did he? Even though fans were booing her and saying no. He like said, "Can should we give her another try? After he told her like mm. what she did wrong. Okay. And the fans were like, no. And he let her do it anyways. Okay. So people are saying like he set her up. <laughs> he didn't set her up. That's what people are As saying. As the white woman in the room, he didn't set her up. She that's was what people just, are saying. She was just stupid. I, you I'm, know what? I I'm assuming thought, that's what people want us to talk about. I literally right? thought that, you know, I was going to come on here and I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to leave angrier than I've left about this Kobe shit until I heard this shit right here. And that is probably the <coughs> dumbest fucking thing I've heard is that he set her up. Set Listen, her up. people, this I saw a tweet. Shit. I saw a tweet. I don't know who tweeted this, but I want to make sure that you guys know that I didn't come up with this. Someone else tweeted this and I think it's brilliant. They said, if black kids can drop the curse words when they write it in their car listening to rap songs when their parents is in the car, white people don't have to say the N-word in songs. Yeah, you know. I have listened to so much dirty music with my parents, like, and then been like, oh, 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 and I can fake and be like, I didn't even know this was in the song. Mm-hmm. What? Connie says, what in this song? Oh. Mm-hmm. But if you can't sit there and not say the N-word when it's in front of a black artist that you quote unquote respect. Mm-hmm. Then you're fucking stupid, you're and that's stupid. that's it. That's the end of it. Is that you're a fucking idiot? And I think everybody who's getting mad, I it like because most articles nowadays is just nothing but just two paragraphs and then like forty takes. tweets. Yeah. Or I'm just saying, like the journalistic part of articles now has degraded mightily in this fucking generation, where it's not articles, it's just tweets. And the headlines are misleading and yeah. be like, look at this fight, and then you go and it's like not it's even a fight. Thing. Yeah. But like mostly all the tweets that I saw were. 
I'm sure there are some black people out there that's like, yeah, that shit is bogus. But most of them are all white people. It's like, well, if you don't want uh, people to sing the words to your song, then don't write them. I was like that. Shut the Just, fuck uh, up. Uh, uh, I don't get it. He didn't set her up. Like you said, if you come on stage... Just don't say nigga. Just don't say it. Don't say nigga. If, if, if Beyonce offered me to come on stage right now mm-hmm. and was like, sing a song to me, I probably would not say bitch to her face. Like, just subconsciously probably wouldn't be like, like if, if she was like, yo, Jackie's come and rap the Jay-Z part to my song. I'm not saying there's a part where he does, but say, for instance, he says, and you my bitch. And I would I would turn away or I just wouldn't even say and you my uh, and you my like, I wouldn't even call Beyonce my chick in the song. I wouldn't no. I wouldn't say that. I would be like the hottest in the wearing my chain. Like that's what I would say. Yeah. I wouldn't even say chick. I wouldn't even say it because I don't want to seem like I'm assuming that Beyonce is mine. Yeah. It's But it's here's what's so crazy insane. is that the artist that this happened to wasn't like some like boo boo rapper. It was literally a conscious rapper. Mm-hmm. That's how much white people don't give a fuck. It's literally the last nigga on earth. Well, actually, I, I guess J. Cole would be the last nigga on earth that you would go on stage and say nigga to because you'd have <laughs> far more energy than he did. Um, but the literally the last person on earth that you should be saying that word to is who you said that word to. The man who literally broke down race in his albums yeah. is the man that you're going, oh, man. It's crazy. White, this is what he did. But you know what? I'm going to say this. And this might be a trash take, but Kendrick Lamar, that's what you get. That's what you get for making that poppy ass song. When I love you, can I love you? Was that the song? You trying to get all them white people listeners, and you got them, and you got them, and you played your ass. Hey man, if you want to really make, if you really want to make it successful, Kendrick, Kendrick, I didn't mean that. If you really want to make it, you got to get the white people to like your shit. I mean, but you pay for it at a cost. Look at Kanye, man. Man, if you had never made graduation, where would you be? Exactly what the fuck he is right now. <laughs> like, Why you be making with, these poppy ass albums? These white people don't love you. Hey man, they don't. I'm Kendrick, sorry. Listen, uh, I'm gonna say this. It's gonna it's gonna hurt a lot of our white listeners, but y'all don't love us the way that our black listeners love us. It's and it's just impossible. It's not y'all fault. It's not anything like it's not to shout y'all out and say that y'all don't care about. It. It's just that there is an understanding and a respect. That you don't get. It's like in the same thing when if it's two women at a table and there's a dude there and they all say something about the period and three people start laughing, two of them are laughing at that in a different way than that one other person is. Why? Because of experience of that of that thing. You can understand it and the guy can be like, I can understand why it's funny, but it will never be as funny to that guy as it is to those two women. It's not funny to me now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about periods is funny to me at all. <laughs> the entire time you said that, I was just looking at Jakey's smirking. <laughs> he was like, Edgar's talking about periods. What but that's fuck? what I'm saying is like, yeah. and that's just the facts of it is that like these, like, you know, these white artists, they consume this music and they're just like, I get it, but they fucking don't. Mm-hmm. There's a point to which they can get it. And maybe some people disagree with my take on this. Whatever. If you disagree with my take on this, uh, there's a very special place you can put it, and it's up your ass. Uh, I just think that you're. It, it's proven in the fact that this white woman got on stage with someone like Kendrick Lamar, who literally has so many songs about this very exact topic, and was just like, I think it's time for me to say the N-word. She's an idiot. She's a dumbass. We don't claim her. 
Shit, man. Hey, listen. You got a claimer. You got a claimer. No, <laughs> I want to give her back. We taking our L's. We taking our L's. Listen, I, I take these L's, This other man. day, I was chilling with Anna, and I thought it would be funny to start singing an ignition, and then I immediately was just like, you know what? I had to stick an L on that. That's Can fair. you not sing ignition no more? I mean, I don't know, bro. I truly don't know. Ignition is dope, man. It's such a good song. I believe I can fly as my karaoke go-to. <laughs> well, nigga, you, you best believe you can find a different song, because this dude is... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Callie. <laughs> You know, fucked up karaoke for those niggas. <laughs> if y'all make it through this episode, <laughs> y'all gonna find some watch. If you can make it through this, this 40-minute Kobe Bryant argument. What I want to be clear and say, I'm not trying to say that white fans don't like us. Like, I don't want everyone to be like, but I do like you guys. You just alienated me. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's an empathy and an understanding that, Events like this prove to us that it is difficult for you to understand where we are coming from. Mm-hmm. The pure ignorance to get on stage with a black man and look him in the eyes and say the N-word is like, this shit is tourism for you. Yeah. That's what it is. It's tourism. It's yeah. cultural tourism. And it's like, you know, when I go to Orlando, you know what I don't give a fuck about? The city of Orlando. Because I'm not from there. I don't care about it. I'll, yeah. tr- I'll act like trash of that city. And that's how you treat black culture. When you go in and you listen to a rap song. And you're like, nigga this, nigga that. You're not, you're not caring about the pain and the thoughts behind that word. That song, Mad City, is about Kendrick Lamar being afraid for his life mm-hmm. walking down in the streets of Compton. Yeah. But to you, it's just a fun song. It's a fun song. Yeah, that's the difference. I got to uh, go get my birthday present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. And how again, much money, how very, much money did you get in the I memo? I cannot say. I got a lot. I got I, a lot for you. I, <laughs> you got a lot for me? You ain't give you, it to me. Well, they was like, buy you a drink. <laughs> and uh, Sophie's right. God damn, nigga. <laughs> Are you shitting me? I'm not shitting you at all, bro. <laughs> damn. Yeah, let me tell y'all, man. I got a half birthday coming up. <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> shut the, fuck the title up. of this episode will be Hit Us Up on Venmo Part 2. No, it's not. That's not the name of this episode. <laughs> God damn, nigga. Motherfuckers was sending me shit like, buy a good drink. Fuck that, nigga. Buy your own drinks. <laughs> shit. Go up here and buy me a motherfucking cheeseburger. <laughs> These little pennies y'all send me in comparison to this shit. <laughs> I love that. That's dope, dude. All right, man. That's dope. That's, That's dope. how. <laughs> I can't I believe niggas said shit like Oh my God, dude. Oh, this boy. Is this shit is say. fucking stupid, dog. This oh, shit is- dude. There's sometimes I'm just like, man, being in LA sucks. This uh, is this sucks. I'm not. I'm not any closer to my dreams. I got shut out from staffing season this year completely. I feel like a uh, failure. And then there's other times when I'm like, yo, my life is fucking crazy. That's insane. Like dude. even to be like, again, I kind of hate the come shorts thing, and niggas making fun of me for that. But also, I'm just like, it is wild that there are multiple people who are who have an inside bit between my girlfriend mm-hmm. and I tweeting it at me. That's it's wild. Funny. It's funny, man. Yeah, nigga, you can afford a lot of cum shorts with this shit. No, I mean, listen, nigga, uh, that shit's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, man, That's if y'all nigga. made it through, bravo to you. Next week, we'll 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 talk about some real shit. Uh, we I, definitely gonna talk about the Sterling Brown shit. I feel like that deserves a segment. It deserves its, a long, its own long segment for us to really break it down. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in that, please go and watch the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's send a, let's put a link out. We'll to put it. a link out to the video. It's about thirty minutes long. It's very infuriating, but we do feel like it deserves a segment yeah. on its own. So we're gonna talk about that on Wednesday, guys. So stay up for that. 
Uh, also, I want it to be very clear that I did not want to talk about basketball. I was baited into it. I didn't want to talk about it either. Sophie we baited just started us into talking. It. You no. said Kobe. You said Sophie baited us into it. I'm sorry. We just started. I should have. I should have. When you asked me, like, what you think, Josh? I should have like, hey man, and just moved on. It was my fault for responding. Everyone in the office Jaquise, knows Kobe's if, my trigger word. Uh, Jaquise, if you think there's ever a world where someone asks you for your opinion and you won't give it, I don't think you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> there's sometimes I don't give my opinions. Uh, You'd be like, Jaquise, what color is the sky? And Jaquise would be like, well, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this. I'm going to bring up Michael Jordan. Actually, uh, I'm going to bring up Michael Jordan. I'm going to bring up all this stuff. And this is my opinion <laughs> what the color of the sky is. I don't bring up Michael Jordan that much. I don't bring him up at all, actually. I rarely bring up Michael Jordan on episodes. Bruh. I don't. I don't. I don't. Did, we... you, did you witness the look that Edgar and I just gave each other? Let's run these tapes back. Let's run these tapes back. <laughs> this nigga just put up an essay on Facebook being like, I'm so happy this 10-part documentary series is happy. coming up so that people can stop saying that Michael Jordan was soft, that he was in the wrong era. That all this, <laughs> this nigga going to sit that? here and say, I got to go to my appointment, man. Y'all tripping. Let's that? go, man. Let's go. I got to go to my hey, appointment. Man. Y'all going to make me lay off some bullshit. I talk about Mike as much as I talk about uh, steak. <laughs> Says, you know, I like me a good piece of steak. Never pops in my head. I might Jaquise, mention drop it. Drop the plugs, bro. Drop the plugs, man. Check but, uh, out, check out, Sad Boy Edgar coming out soon. Be on top of that. You'll find out what it is when it's closer to the date. Uh, what else? Yeah, go follow Michael Jordan on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> at my, <laughs> uh, hit us up, man. At Culture Kings Pod, rate, review it on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it. Yo, tell a friend. Tell a friend to listen to your Culture Kings. If you don't want to hear nothing about basketball. Uh, too bad you just listened to an entire episode about it. Uh, but we like you. We love you. Yo, Edgar, what was the deep cut of the week? I didn't listen to the episode, but you can tell me. What was the deep cut of the week? Oh, it's uh, Anyone Know What Love Is by Irma Thomas. Good song, good song. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a clip of the week for your asses on these Friday episodes. So I want you to go look up a clip. We're going to put a link to it. Uh, it's a, a, a auntie-like black woman coming through the door for a family dinner and she comes in and she just start jamming and singing talking about how she's thankful uh the clip is called dernice pace singing thanksgiving d-u-r-a-n-i-c-e pace singing thanksgiving go listen to that video go watch that video and then go check out somebody on instagram who i want y'all to check out who made a remix to that video remix god suede on instagram he does a lot of dope shit uh you probably heard some of his stuff before uh so go check him out keep us in your hearts guys when i come back i'll be feeling better we like you we love you we out of here bye bye